question that I am often asked in my role as a school counselor and as someone who works with students and parents throughout the college search is, how do I choose a college? How do I create the list of colleges that I'm actually going to apply to? In today's episode, we are actually going to break down seven different things that I want you to be aware of as you are going through the college search. Hey there, I'm Courtney and I'm the founder of Confused to College Ready. With over 15 years experience as a mental health therapist turned school counselor, I am bringing my experience and expertise to help you navigate the college search experience. My goal is to serve students and their families and unlock the secrets to college searching. Stay tuned. If you haven't already, I would definitely encourage you to go back to some of our last several episodes, and I will link it in the show notes. And these episodes have talked about, is college right for you? How do you know if you need to pay for a four-year college? Is that worth it? And how to actually start your search. But today we're going to go through these seven criteria to help you know what you should be aware of as you're creating that college list. So there are seven different priority areas for you to consider. And if you stay through till the end, I'm actually going to have a bonus organization tip for you. So stay tuned. As we were recording today's episode and editing it for you all, we realized how long it had gotten. So we are actually going to break this episode down into two parts. The second part will be released shortly after the first one within the next day or so. But we are really excited about the content and wanted to make sure that we were incredibly thorough for you. As promised, we will have a bonus tip for the first part of this episode, and then we'll do a second bonus tip for the second part. Take care. All right. So I am, if you are watching on YouTube, I am actually sharing my screen so that I can show you our prioritization mind map. And so these are seven different topics that I want you to be aware of and I want you to be able to focus on. So the first one that I want to talk about is actually the affordability. So that's looking at the cost of attendance. That's looking at how much money you might be getting in scholarships or other things. So let me find the right one. There we go. Okay, so affordability. One of the things is, um, and it's right here, if you are listening on the podcast, I know that you can't see my screen, but this is, um, if you go to YouTube, you actually would be able to see the screen and see what I'm talking about. Um, If you're on YouTube, I hope that this is helpful as we look at these different mind maps and how to prioritize. So the first thing is your cost of attendance. With cost of attendance, there are several different things that you want to consider. The first being your, um, excuse me, the first being your tuition, the second being any kind of room and board, the third being any additional fees that you might need to pay. So when you are looking at information on the college website about that cost, it can be helpful to even send an email or to be able to reach out to the college and say, can you tell me about the full cost of attendance? Because what you might be looking at is information on the tuition or room and board. But what you want to be able to know is what is the full amount that we can expect to pay? The other thing that you can ask those colleges about is 
hey, would we potentially have an increase in these fees and tuition and everything over the next four years? Is anything going to be locked in? Tuition fees, other things, or are we going to have increases every single year? Because that's something to consider. So the next thing to consider in affordability is your merit aid. So merit aid is something that you would receive from the college or potentially some outside scholarships. Um, there, there are definitely scholarships that are merit-based, but it's looking at your GPA. It is looking at potential test scores that you have taken and the scholarships or inform or donations um, from scholarships from donations or scholarships that the college has in general that they are sharing with students who meet certain criteria. So finding out from the college what kind of merit aid might I get. The next one is going to be scholarships. So this might be something that the college is giving a scholarship, which could include merit aid. It might be scholarships that you're applying to that are local. There could be other scholarships that you have um, that you are able to apply to, whether that be on a website like fastweb.com or several others. And we have covered that in previous episodes. We will talk about it again in episodes in the future as far as affordability, as far as finding scholarships and being able to help you with that piece. The next one is family contribution. And so this is something, it can be a hard conversation to have. It is an important conversation to have though. We want you to be able to talk as a family about what kind of support are, if you're the student, are your parents going to be able to give you? Or if you're the parents, how are you going to be able to support your student? Are you going to be able to expect maybe there's a 529 that you have been, that your family or someone has been saving money? Maybe there are other reasons or other ways that you are able to have family contribution. Maybe there's been a savings account that someone has put money away. So that is another piece. So we've got cost of attendance, merit aid, your scholarships, the family contribution, and then another piece is grants and work study. So these are going to be based on a grant is based on your financial need. The work study is also based on need. So one of the things that colleges will have you complete is the FAFSA. And so that looks at your family finances, that looks at is there a demonstrated need that you have? And so these grants, this is free money that you do not have to pay back. With work study, it is also free money. That might be something where you as a family are that you have um, your FAFSA or your CSS profile. That's another profile that can be completed to look at finances. And so maybe that is something where you are going to look specifically at um qualifying. And so students work in order to earn the money that is granted to them through that work study. That's not something that has to be paid back. Scholarships also do not have to pay back, have to be paid back. The thing that would need to be paid back are going to be your student loans. So with a student loan, there are private and public student loan programs. And there are, so with the FAFSA, what will happen is you will find out what your expected um, what you might expect. And there are some changes that are happening with the FAFSA for the 23-24 school year. Um, they It is going to be a new and different process than what it has been in the past. But 
FAFSA looks at the um, at your family's income and financial situation, and they will let you know if you qualify for student loans. There also are Parent Plus loans, and then there are private loans that you can uh, that you can apply for. And so there are different interest rates and a lot of different things. I'm not going to get into all of that today. That's something that we can look into at, in a different episode. Um, but loans is definitely another way to, to pay for college. Okay, so that's affordability. I know that's a lot. If you need to pause the episode, go back. You can take notes. Um, and we try to make sure that we are giving you everything that you need. All right. So the next thing that I want to take a look at is size. The size of the college can make a big difference. Are you comfortable being in a lecture hall with several hundred students? Or would you rather be in a setting where you have only a couple of, um, you know, you have a handful of classmates, you have maybe between 25 and 30 people, and it's a much more intimate setting where you get to know your professors better? Or... <clears throat> excuse me, is being in a larger class setting something that you you find that you would be okay with and that you don't need to know your professors in that more intimate setting and that you want to be able to be part of a larger group. So class size, that is definitely something to consider. The student body size, you know, again, would you be okay with a larger campus or are you looking for something that is a little bit smaller? The distance between classes on in those larger um, with, along with those larger class sizes, the larger student body size, there are typically more majors, but there also are a lot more buildings. And so the distance that you have between classes can be pretty tremendous. Maybe there are buses that need that you need to take to get from one building to another because it's so far away or having access to a bicycle to be able to get somewhere more quickly. Or are there multiple parking lots if you are living off campus and it's not going to take you too long to get somewhere. So that is something to consider. We talked about the, the number of students that instructor to student ratio. Are there going to be grad students that are in classes that are going to be helping to give you information? Um, housing is something to consider. You know, is it going to be difficult to find housing in the area? If you're in a large city, is it hard to find housing because there are so many people or even if it's smaller, maybe there's not a ton of housing opportunities, apartments, um, townhomes, that kind of thing. And so you are needing to consider how does housing work at the particular school that you're looking at. And then proximity to activities. Are you okay with being further away from things like shopping or being able to go to a movie or bowling or many, whatever it is that you are most interested in doing, or do you want to make sure that you have that big campus experience with athletics and being able to go to football games, basketball games, being able to do all of those kinds of things? Those are also incredibly important for you to consider. All right. So we talked about affordability. We talked about size. The next thing that we are going to talk about is the location. So location, location, location. When I want you to consider several different things, is there a particular region or part of the country that you are interested in looking at? 
are you hoping to be able to study abroad or overseas? That's a whole other, um, it's a whole different um, application type and style and all of those different pieces, not something that we are focusing on, but is there a certain um, area of the country that you are interested in? Do you like cold weather? Are you okay with days that are a little bit more gray? Do you want to be down south where it is really, really hot and you're okay with the humidity? Do you want to be out west? You know, where are the places that you want to be and making sure that you're okay with what that weather is going to look like? Um, urban, suburban, rural. So that is yet another piece to consider. Do you want to be out in the country? Are you okay with that? We talked about this some with access to activities. If you want to be able to get to the movie theater, to get to the mall, to be able to go shopping and do the things that you are most interested in, it's important to look into that quickly and to be able to make sure that you, um, that if that's something you want to have easy access to, that the location you are looking in is close enough for you to consider that. The tuition. So if you are looking in-state, in-state tuition is going to be less expensive than out-of-state tuition. Now, going back to affordability, there might be scholarships, there might be other things. Sometimes there can be some reciprocity, which means that if you had a, if there you live on the border of another state that maybe um, maybe that state will give some reciprocity or give in-state tuition to a student as well. So several things to consider. Out-of-state tuition, maybe your state doesn't offer a particular major. And so there might be a partnership with a college where they have the major that you're interested in. And you are able to look into um, in-state tuition based on that major not being available in your state. So travel cost, if you are looking at moving far away, let's say that you are going out of state, you need to consider travel and what is that going to look like for you as you are having to go home, whether that be at Thanksgiving, whether that be over the winter break, whether that be you know, spring break, that kind of thing. Are you able to stay on campus? Are you able to have somewhere to be housed when it is a break and the campus is closing down. So also a very important thing to consider is the cost of travel and how is that going to play an impact in your financial situation. All right, so we have looked at affordability, we've looked at size, we've looked at location. Let's talk next about majors and your course availability. So one of the things, and we've talked before in previous episodes, and I will tell you every time, you are not locked into a specific major or a specific career. You can change your mind about what you think that you are most interested in. But if you know what you want to do, knowing that a college has the major that you're interested in can make a really, really big difference. So looking at the, is the major that you are interested in available? If you aren't sure what you want to do, are there a variety of majors that you can look at? Are there so that you can take different classes and explore what might be the best fit for you? Another important thing that you can consider is what type of career support is there on campus? Are you able to take any career interest inventories? Is there a career coach that is available? Can you get any support with 
resume writing, with interview skills, with being able to get you connected for internships or different mentoring programs? Um, what amount of time are you going to be required to be in school to complete a major? If you are interested in a career or major where you might benefit from going on to earn a master's degree or even a doctorate degree, how much time are you going to be in school? And if there is, so for example, I have a master's in social work. And if students had a bachelor's in social work, that reduced the amount of time that they needed to be in the graduate program. And so some careers will have maybe a five-year program where you're able to complete the bachelor's degree in four years, and then you go on and you complete that master's degree. So not always the case, and some of that's going to depend on your own individual interests. But... Um, one other thing to consider with your majors is also looking at the employment rate after um, graduation, also looking at students that are moving on, going on to complete their internships or going on to complete higher education. And so what are the percentage of students that are looking into that area as well? This is where we are going to go ahead and pause the episode. The next one should be releasing within the next couple of days. But as promised, I want to give you a tip for organization, and then we will have another bonus tip at the end of the next episode. Today's bonus tip is to create an email account specific to your student that will be used during this college search process. We want to make sure that this is professional, that it is something that will be checked regularly, and that as a family that you all know who is going to be responsible for responding to communication in this with this email address, and that you are very, very careful about who is receiving the information. So if you are wanting to talk as a family about a specific college, just be careful. I've had families contact me before and they end up saying, oh my gosh, we sent an email about a college, but it was to the wrong college. So just be careful with that. But that is our bonus tip and take care. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Confused to Ready and download our free guide on how to start or expand your college search at confusedtoready.com forward slash how to start. <music>